Update, brought to you by Simcox Advocates, advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690-300. Manx Radio's Update with Andy Wint. Faster, my good evening at half past five. This is update for Thursday, 8th of February, 2024 from Manx Radio. 30 minutes looking at the latest news on the island. Background to that news and sport, business, sea watch, travel updates and the newsmakers in person this evening. The future for the Lord Street Branfield site. The pressure facing Noble's emergency department. Possible boundary changes for election 2026. Accidental death verdict for quarry worker and Marcus Simpson's plans for TT and perhaps the Northwest 200. Man Benham for all your business and legal needs. First of all, at 29 minutes ahead of six o'clock, the update news headlines, Fastamai Chanel Suku. Fastamai. The steam packet has cancelled tonight's Manxman sailing from Hesham and its return. That's the 7.45pm departure from Douglas and the 2.15am return. The company says it's due to the forecast adverse weather conditions for this evening. Meanwhile, Dandara is looking for planning approval to build 92 houses on Glen Farber Road in Peel, which it says is phase two of housing development in the West. The proposals include a mix of two, three, four and five bed properties, and 23 of those will be classed as affordable. And Davo Johnson will race at this year's Isle of Man TT for the official Kawasaki road racing team. The Australian motorcycle racers announced he'll also be competing at the Northwest 200 and Macau Grand Prix. In international news, snows covering parts of the UK causing travel disruption and forcing dozens of schools to close. An amber warning remains in place around the, across the Pennines. Meanwhile, the minimum price of alcohol in Scotland will increase by 30% later this year. It's after a rise in booze-related deaths. And a flamingo, believed to be 75 years old, has died at a zoo in Germany. The birds typically live for about 30 years, but Ingo's been a resident there since the 1950s. Those are your headlines. News at 6. Secure tomorrow today with Man Benham's guidance on powers of attorney and more. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Garamaya, thank you, Chanel, from the Ronalds Way Met Office. Uh, a gale warning in operation for the North Irish Sea. State of sea is moderate or rough. And the weather this evening, rain and sleet, drifting snow over the hills, a strong to gale force easterly, down to two Celsius through the night. There's a, an amber weather warning for snow above 800 feet and a yellow warning for coastal overtopping. And for Friday, Jehenya, outbreaks of rain in a fresh to strong east-northeasterly, top temperature 7, overnight minimum 5. For Jasan, cloudy with bright intervals on Saturday, sporadic rain, in a light to moderate southeasterly and 9 degrees daylight maximum. Tides on the way back in. High water 22 minutes to 11 tonight. Low tide a minute to 5 tomorrow morning. Sunrise 9 minutes before 8. High water 10 to 11. Uh, delays on the London City and Dublin flights. And uh, the boat is in, but cancelled tonight. Manx Glass and Glazing are proud to be an approved contractor with Construction Isle of Man. Call the team on 674-573 or visit the showroom on the Snugborough Trading Estate. 
For around two years, the Lord Street uh, site in Douglas has been used as an unmanaged car park. But for how much longer? The infrastructure minister has given an update on the Branfield site in the form of a Timbal question for written answer. Here's Lewis Foster. Tim Crookall says his department remains in active dialogue over the future of the Lord Street site, which is currently in the freehold ownership of Lord Street Development's SPV Limited. In 2019, planning approval in detail was granted for a mixed-use development including a new bus station, ancillary facilities, commercial and retail units, a hotel, 20 residential apartments and a cinema. That has now expired. Mr Crookall says a request from Lord Street Development's SPV for the department to agree to a change in the proportional mix of uses was accepted in February 2023, subject to certain conditions being met. This change replaced the previously approved hotel with an additional 25 residential apartments and six tourist apartments and minor changes to commercial areas. This revised schematic layout was not submitted by the owner for planning approval. During COVID, the DOI paid £26,000 to use the site for paid parking, whilst the Parade Street car park was used to triage new arrivals at the sea terminal. But the ticket machines there were lifted in May 2022. Currently, the site is a vacant lot, with vehicles parking at will, something the minister says is a breach of the covenant-slash-burden attached to the land. Going forward, he says his department is hopeful of a resolution regarding the unauthorised use and steps are in hand to bring this to an end with the owner's consent. The update comes following a Timwald question for written answer from Douglas East MHK Joni Farragher. Minister Crookall says dialogue continues around the future development of the site for the purpose of achieving the outcomes prescribed at the timescale, such as the appropriate mix of uses on the site, including the provision of the much-needed improved bus facilities for the centre of Douglas. A verdict of accidental death has been recorded at the inquest of a quarry worker who was killed by a piece of falling stone. Nathan James Harvey inquest was concluded yesterday with a coroner of inquest telling his family nobody should go to work and not return home. Tessa Hawley was at Douglas Courthouse. The 30-year-old died at Nobles Hospital in June after a slab of granite which he was helping to move fell on him at the Poolvash Black Limestone headquarters in Ballasalla. The former British Army mechanic and father of two suffered crush injuries which were described as being unsurvivable from the moment they occurred. Yesterday, the court heard Poolvash Black Limestone was not operating safe systems of work at the time of the incident. Today, Coroner James Brooks said it was clear that risk assessments for the movements of slabs were incomplete and the company was unaware of guidance issued by the Health and Safety Executive. Records provided to the Health and Safety Inspectorate suggested that the St John's man had received four days of training at the beginning of his employment in October 2021. These, Coroner Brooks said, were incorrect or quite seriously misleading and showed the apparent casualness that the company had taken to the safety of Mr Harvey as an employee. He noted too that the company owner, Rosemary Glassy, had no health and safety training or qualification despite being in charge of health and safety. Yesterday, Mrs Harvey's advocate had put it to her that it meant it was the blind leading the blind. Today, Coroner Brooks told the court there is perhaps a ring of truth to that suggestion. However, he said he did not believe the owners of Poolvash Black Limestone were deliberately or knowingly trying to run an unsafe site. Recording a verdict of accidental death, Coroner Brooks said Mr Harvey's case had highlighted the importance of health and safety in the work place, saying if any good can come from his death, it would be an increased awareness of this. 
Update. Brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Max Ryder Marcus Simpson's planning an assault on all solo classes at this year's TT and is even eyeing up a potential debut at the Northwest 200 in a few months' time. Uh, Marcus Simpson impressed with a podium finish at the 2023 Manx Grand Prix and he's been telling us about his plans for the coming year. Obviously my plan last year was to do the TT but unfortunately I, I did injure myself before and got ruled out. We went to the Manx and I think I'd, I can't remember the last time the Manx Grand Prix in, in a practice we've had that many laps the, the organisers they utilised the afternoon sessions superbly and I got so many laps I learnt so much that's why me and Joe you know we were able to go so fast the amount of track time that we were given so I'm looking to do the, the North West as a newcomer I've been chatting with Mervyn and that's all seems good to go other than that we will be doing the four rounds of Scarborough I raced there for the first time last year and fell in love with the place it's a, what an amazing place and to sort of replace Ireland this year, I'm looking to go and do the IRRC, the International Road Racing Championship. I'm looking to go to the Czech Republic and uh, Belgium. I've been chatting with Jamie Williams and he said they're the two tracks to go to. So we're going to sort of go and give that a go this year and see what that's like. Yeah, that's what we're looking at this year. For me this year, my main goal this year is to get comfortable on the big bike on, on the TT course. I, I think it's great being good on a 600. It's great being good on a Super Twin. What matters is the big bike. That's what teams are worried about. That's what sponsors are worried about. It's the big one. That's what I'm worried about. Uh, so progress this year. Not Maybe not progress because I haven't done it yet. But my main goal this year is to achieve something good on the big bike. I'm not interested. I'm not setting myself a benchmark. I'm not setting myself a, a top 20 result or any of this stuff. I just want to feel comfortable on it for the future. It's hoped work to redevelop the section of Nobles Hospital that includes the emergency department will help reduce the amount of time patients spend there. Mainz Care's Director of Health Services, Oliver Radford, discusses the pressures facing ED at the healthcare body's latest board meeting. We've seen a, a deterioration in our four-hour performance, so 68% of patients who attended ED were seen and discharged or seen and admitted within within um, four hours. Um, that is um, principally um, down to the increase in demand that we're seeing through winter. <clears throat> As um, Tim mentioned um, in his escalation from, from QSE, one of the issues that we do find is, is because the ED has only got 16 treatment spaces, so 16 cubicles, um, when we are in a situation, which we have been quite a number of times over the last um, month or two, where there's over 50 patients in ED, we do really struggle to <coughs> be able to see all of those patients within four hours. You know, it's just physically impossible to see um, 50 patients within four hours through 16 treatment spaces. Um, and one of the things that we are going to be <coughs> kicking off in the, in the next month is a, a large capital um, estate programme to redevelop that uh, quadrant of the site um, to not only increase ED capacity but also to uh, build in some of the um, more contemporaneous um, um, services and systems that urgent care have it particularly in the UK so same day emergency care and clinical decisions unit Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company. The motor vessel Manxman departed Hesham at three minutes past two. She's safely into Douglas Harbour on the link span right now. Tonight, 7.45, Manxman sailing to Hesham has been cancelled. Consequently, the 0215 return from Lancashire cancelled. 
t- next departure is uh, 8.45 tomorrow morning. Manxman heads to Hesham. Like the Steam Packet on Facebook for the latest sailing information. The Electoral Commission's recently published a report making 13 recommendations for change ahead of the general election in 2026, including moving some voters from Ramsey and Glenfaber and Peel into neighbouring constituencies. The chair, Sally Bolton, has been explaining why these changes are needed, while Garth MHK Daphne Kane shares some of her concerns. In order that Ramsey voters are able to maintain their their voting power, equal voting power, then we have recommended that a part of Ramsey be moved into the neighbouring constituency of Aaron Michael. It's very hard to do this and I know certainly it was very hotly debated in Onken but it is, whilst we have a system of 12 twos then uh, the numbers show that it's going to have to be moved to ensure that there is, that the equality principle can be upheld. Um, With regard to Peel, Glenfaber and Peel, there are areas in Glenfaber that can be moved quite readily into middle. We would say that that's going to make it easier for us to, or for the principle of equality to be upheld. I would very much oppose any change in the equivalent number of representatives. So 12 two-seat constituencies does seem to be accepted by the majority of people, whereas the boundaries not so much. But some people might feel that with a three-seat or even a four-seat constituency, you would have better representation. My concern over that could be that the rural areas may not get representatives, particularly they feel would represent them, if the um, number of urban voters was so significant that the uh, rural candidate perhaps didn't get a look in. So I, I think it's great that we will get to debate this in full. Manx Radio Business Briefing. At 16 minutes before six in corporate news, packaging company DS Smith surged after confirming it's received a preliminary expression of interest from a rival Mondi. The board of DS Smith understand Mondi is considering a possible offer, uh, although no proposal has been received at this stage. Industry peers Smurfy Kappa also racked up strong gains and for a full daily market report go to ramseycrookall.com Problems at parcel delivery firm Yodel which is in the final stages of talks over options for the company amid concerns for its future. Yodel employs about 10,000 people said that discussions with interested parties were ongoing and constructive. Reports suggest the firm is looking for a buyer and will call in administrators if one isn't found. Yodel says its operations continue without disruption. The firm is owned by the Barclay family and one of its largest largest clients is the online retailer Very, which is also owned by the Barclays. Warrington-based The Delivery Group is said to be among the possible suitors. The Stock Market Report, brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. UK stocks move lower today. US stocks open flat and gold eased as the dollar ticked higher. Oil rose uh, after Israel rejected a ceasefire offer from Hamas. And the numbers from Ramsey Crookall at the close in London, the FTSE 100 uh, was down almost half a percent at 7 1,594. The DAX in Frankfurt up three-tenths of a percent, 16,989. A short time ago in New York City, the Dow Jones Industrial down a quarter of a percent, 38,587. The Nasdaq Tech Stocks Index up three-tenths of a percent at 15,800. And in the Midwest, uh, the S&P 500 down slightly, six-hundredths of a percent at 4,992. In the exchange markets, the British pound sterling trading at one US dollar, 26.16. 
cents, 1 euro, 17.1 cents, and 23 South African rand, 93.3 cents. In commodities, gold's down two-tenths of a percent at $2,030 per troy ounce, and a barrel of Brent crude up two and a quarter percent at $81.10. You've got an investment plan? Yeah, Mike set it up. But don't you need loads of money to do that? Not this one. It's called Shearwater from Ramsey Crookhall, and you pay in monthly as little as £100. So it's like saving regularly, really helping us invest in the future for a house, well, the kids' education. £100 a month? I could easily do that. <laughs> you should. The sooner you start, the better. Invest in your future with as little as £100 a month. Shearwater from Ramsey Crookall, the island's investment specialist for 75 years. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookall.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. Progress has been made on laws against deep fake photos, but the Home Affairs Minister admits she can't promise legislation will be in place before the next election in 2026. Deep fakes are synthetic media that have been digitally manipulated to convincingly replace one person's likeness with that of another. Jane Paul Wilson, MHK, the minister, was questioned about the Isle of Man's policy in the House of Keys. I can confirm that progress has been made to protect the island against such threats but there is a need for a broader policy to address the threats and opportunities artificial intelligence brings. The Sexual Offences and Obscene Publications Act 2021 introduces offences in relation to the distribution of intimate images, including altered images, without consent. This would include so-called deep fakes. This act is planned to be brought into force next month. In addition, the Department is aware that the UK recently announced consideration of a new law that would mandate the labelling of all artificial intelligence-generated photos and videos to counter AI deepfakes. I will also be giving consideration as to whether the island may benefit from seeking an extension of this legislation to the island. Of course, there will be a need to monitor the progression of this technology such that the Department and wider government are kept abreast of any potential risks, subsequently creating a need to develop future policy and or legislation. Can I ask the Minister if this legislation will be brought in before the House of Keys election in 2026? I mean, it's difficult for me at this point to give commitments around particular aspects of of legislation. I think one of the things that we have to be mindful is what is the appropriate way to regulate in our jurisdiction, but also practically how we would enforce in the Isle of Man, because to the extent that these things can happen out with our jurisdiction, there may be challenges for us in actually enforcing some of this. I take the point, though, that this is important and, and we ought to look at this closely and look to progress sensible legislative and regulatory uh, regimes for our jurisdiction in a timely manner. Update brought to you by Simcox Advocates, advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690 300. Manx Radio Sport. Faster my Dave Moore. Faster my Dave O'Johnson will be racing for the official Kawasaki road racing team at this year's TT. The Australian motorcycle racer spoke exclusively to Manx Radio earlier today about the deal. It's all looking pretty good. Obviously, it's it well, it's not been released yet, but so keep it quiet there, Dave. You know, don't don't don't, don't tell too many people. But um, yeah, I'm um, not the official Kawasaki rider for uh, for the roads, the the TT, uh, Northwest 200 TT, and uh, and McKee. 
cow uh, riding with uh, Lee Hardy racing. So I'm pretty pretty stoked about it, really. Well, I've ridden Kawasaki's in the past, but uh, I know Lee Hardy um, is, is taking a step back from the BSB um, and he's just said he's going to focus 100% on uh, what we're doing with the roads, which is uh, is amazing. Uh, majorly looking forward to it. And uh, his, the bikes that he sets up are, you know, everyone's seen them in BSB. They, they look the absolute dogs. It's going to be exciting. I can't wait to get on, get on board. And uh, we do start testing, uh, well, probably late March, early April. And um, yeah, go from there. Football and Laxey will play in this year's Jackson's under-18s FA Cup final after they beat Corinthians 5-3 last night. They'll meet Ramsey, who won 8-0 against Jim's in their semi-final yesterday. The two sides will meet on Wednesday, February 28th. Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Inbound at Ronaldsway, the 20 past four Emerald uh, inbound from Dublin won't be in until about now. She should be touching down any moment. That is the 5 to 8, Logan Air from London City. The 8 o'clock, Logan Air from London City won't be in until about 20 to 9. Outbound tonight, uh, the just won the uh, 6 o'clock, Logan Air to Liverpool. It's scheduled out on time. Uh, that uh, Dublin exit, by the way, should have gone at a quarter to five. We'll be going at a quarter past six tonight. On the roads, remember the mountain uh, road is closed. The matrix signs at Hillbury, Solby and Bagarrow and Ramsey showing fo- uh, fog Well, and snow on the mountain road. On the roads, Hillside Avenue is closed through to Circular Road in Douglas for adjacent office window replacement. A section of Switzerland Road in Douglas closed till September, maybe October or November too, for construction work. The Millennium Bridge in Douglas closes tonight at 8 o'clock till 4am for repairs and maintenance. Temporary lights on Lock Prom by uh, Tower House for clearing the building fascia. Temporary lights at the bottom of Summer Hill for gas repairs. Temporary lights on Cronkavody Strait for resurfacing. Temporary lights also in Baldrine on the main road just north of the Liverpool Arms. They're working on the tram crossing. Temporary lights in Glen Vine on the main road between Glen Darrock Road and the Balagary traffic lights for wall building work. In Ramsey, those temporary lights at the junction of Mayhill and Queen's Pier Road for pavement resurfacing. Restrictions on Vernon Road and Seamount Road. Face closures on Ballakill Furrick Road for water main work. In Onkin, temporary lights on King Edward Road between Groudle and the A2 for trial pit work. And Kean Drocker Road in Andrus closed in phases for water main work. South of Kirk Michael, closures on the Ballalai Road for water main work. Keyside Tyres and Service Centre with one year's free engine warranty from Castrol. Get more with Keyside. Later this month, about 30, 30 Manx charities alongside members of Manx Care, Advice and Liaison Service will gather at the NSC for a collaboration day. It's billed as a chance for you to meet and learn about various services across the Isle of Man with everyone welcome to attend. Service lead at MCALS is Rachel Douglas. MCALS is basically, it's a signposting service for the whole of Manx Care. So if you've got any concerns, any queries about your health, about a appointments, where to get help, you can give us a call, give us an email and we'll help point you in the right direction. So we chose the word collaboration quite deliberately because we do work alongside these charities quite a lot as well as other government organisations. So when you need help, it's not just 
necessarily that GP appointment. It's not just about the consultation in nobles or mental health. It can be a wraparound. So there's fantastic charities on the island that we do signpost into or they signpost into us. So we wanted them there and we wanted the other organisations there that can help and support people. So it is about us all working together, coming together and helping their service user. What's the idea then about getting the public to come along? Basically, it's an exhibition for everybody to showcase what it is that we do and how we can help. You know, sometimes you know that you need the help, but you don't know what help is there. Like I say, there's amazing charities on the island and we do a lot of great work as well within Manx Care, but you don't know it until you need it and you don't know where to find it. So the idea was if we had a day like this, people could come along and find out just a little bit more. And if there isn't a service there on the day, between us all, potentially, we might know of another service that we can signpost you to. This is the most listened to Isle of Man news source. And Manx Radio's update is the Isle of Man's most downloaded news podcast. Returning to the classroom after COVID has been a challenge for the Isle of Man's pupils. In a recently published COVID review, evidence from the Education Minister, Julie Edge, showed how a gap in provision for mental health services in schools has been filled by third sector organisation I'll Learn. Here is Julie Edge. I think the, the one thing that really hit home to me visiting our schools was that when I went into one particular school, the head teacher said, these students have not had a full year in school. And I think that is going to be the impact they haven't had that social but the students well-being obviously is always a priority for my department and their well-being and um, we will be resourcing that to help support our schools to ensure that confidence is back for the students and I, I think one of the comments that that has been made is being a bit detached I think I think the mental health and well-being and ensuring that students can work in a classroom environment perhaps has been a bit challenging but obviously we're post-Covid now and I think we need to move forward and ensure the right resources and support are in our schools for our children's well-being. I think the way that we measure our students' progress is where the teacher and that professional engagement with our students, the teachers will be aware of any support that a student may need um, following Covid and certainly their progress will be monitored and our teachers are the professional and they're best placed to decide what plan is put in place, you know, for individual students. But certainly I, I think there's been a lot of disruption to our schools over COVID and the last few years. And it's the most important thing is that we are there to provide a good rounded education to our students and ensure they are progressing forward and the professionals are involved with that as minister i'd like to see that um, we are investing in the right areas and the resources are available that's it for update tonight compiled from the resources of manx radio's news department thanks to newsreader chanel suku producer amy griffiths geraldine jameson talks to singer gabriella after the news at six chris kinley with greatest hits morris powell with a little light music an update returns tomorrow evening at 5.30. W-I-N-T